Welcome to Jackie's Hand of Horror. This is a very special episode because uh, we're actually sitting in a hotel room in Seattle, in Tacoma actually, for Crypticon Seattle, where uh, we had the world premiere of Monos Returns. Uh, today I'm sitting here with uh, Nudia. Hello. Uh, Tanya. Hello. And myself, and our very, very special guest, Diane Marie, who played my mother in in the original Monos in 1966. Hi, Diane. Hi, Jackie. How are you today? Great. Um, so today you are our interview. You're our special interview. So we're just gonna we're gonna talk a little bit informally here. Okay. This is your first con, like you just said uh, before we got on here, that you're a virgin, but you're no longer a con virgin. You know, uh, you've been indoctrinated with all the rest of us. I have. So what was it like for you here? You know, it, I didn't. I had no idea what to expect. I'm not a, you know, horror film person per se. And uh, but I, it was it was really fun. It has a very um, family kind of. I don't mean family in the sense that families should all come. I just mean family in the sense that everybody that's here is kind of makes a loose knit family. Yeah. And everybody's friendly, and everybody tries to help everybody else, and make connections, and it's great for making connections in the film world. It sure is. I mean, the networking, and yeah. uh, it's my fourth year coming up here, my second as a guest, but I still come up the years I'm not a guest, because it is like family, and that's exactly how we've all described this yeah. con. Actually, that's how Manos returns got started right that's right yeah we all pretty much met here i mean crypticon is our base yeah yeah and so tell us where do you live and i live um in the four corners area of colorado mm -hmm. and um around dolores okay and um i've been in that area for, for first i was in telluride for 15 years and then I've been down uh, in the Four Corners area for 23 years, so 38 years altogether. Okay. Spent in that area. Now tell us, uh, you've, you've told me, but uh, tell our audience here, you know, you were in Manos, The Hands of Fate in 1966, and it, it's kind of funny because you're only 14 years older than me, so you would have been my mother at 14, you know. <laughs> And my Ooh. husband in the movie, Hal Warren, was uh, in his 50s at least, and I said, um, this is kind of weird, <laughs> you know, I have a six-year-old, and anyway, and he said, oh yeah, it makes it more interesting. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that mean that he finds that interesting? That <laughs> might be one sure. of the interesting things about Monos, the hands of fate. <laughs> Among so many others. So, but... But you've said before that you thought it was funny after the career that you've had that you seem to be best known for this film. Um, <laughs> tell us true. a little bit about your career. Um, well, I kind of started in 
Denver, you know, somebody would see me and say, hey, have you ever modeled? And then they'd take some pictures and they'd give them to an agent. And so I started at John Robert Powers in uh, Denver. I think they're still in existence there. And um, then I went to Hawaii and there was a really good English woman there, Elizabeth something. And uh, she liked me, so I did a lot of moo-moos and bikinis and, you know, her, her Liberty House, this big store there, and they did a lot of advertising. And uh, then I, I was on my way to Europe, and I stopped in New London to help a friend open a restaurant, and, um, and this guy came in, and he said, oh, I was a New York photographer, and I just retired, but I had this job, and have you ever modeled? And I said, well, you know, a little bit. And um, so he he used me for this job, you know, just random pictures, you know, clothing. And um, so then he came in like a week later and said, I have a big surprise for you. I sent your pictures to Eileen Ford and she wants to see you. And um, so my friend and I were on our way to Europe and we had very little money, but we fantasized we were going to stay there for a year, you know, somehow. And um, we were used to not having any money. And uh, so I said, well, you know, I'm on my way to Europe, but I'll go by and see her, you know. And Eileen was really into attitude. And I think it was because, you know, he, he said, are you crazy? Every girl in the, in the country would love to have, you know, Eileen Ford want to see them. And I was just like, well, yeah, but I'm on my way to Europe. And um, so I went in with this really, you know, I don't care if you like me or not, you yeah. know, attitude. And I think that's probably what did it. You know, she, they talked about it, and she came out and she said, well, we're going to take you. And I said, well, you know, that's really flattering, but um, I'm on my way to Europe. And she said, well, how long do you intend to stay there? And I said, oh, I'm... A year and she goes well we don't take girls over 20 and I was 24 at the time but I actually looked about 16 and um, and so she said we're taking you because you look 16 and you have to tell everybody that you're 16 because they don't want to invest in your career and then you're too old to do it you know I was already by their terms too old to do it you know so wow. um, I said mm, okay I'll think about it. So I went to the airport, baggage in hand, with my friend, and I was like, should I stay or should I go? <laughs> and uh, finally I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay here and I'll try it out for a month. A month. <laughs> well, like, uh, let's see, I guess it was about 16 years later, <laughs> I was... Uh, I was getting out of it you know I just okay that's enough wow but um and I, I did have several offers to do film at that time but I just thought you know it's more of this life and while I enjoyed it I loved it I lived in Europe I lived in Paris and Milano mostly and um it you know you get in Europe you travel a lot more and uh, there's so many countries and so many magazines that, you know, there's a lot more work, so it's easy to break into, you know. And, and um, so I, I stayed in Europe, and um, 
worked for 16 years. Wow. And you hung out with some uh, pretty, pretty famous, amazing people, too. I did. Mm -hmm. I did. Um, um, Bridget Bardot was yes. a friend of a guy I was going out with, and so we hung out with her some. And um, Rod Stewart, <clears throat> with American Vogue, they had made, you know, they have these travel deals, and they actually pay for that. Maybe I'm revealing trade secrets, but they actually pay to have Vogue come and, and say, oh, Australia is a great place to visit, you know. And so they were doing a, um, with a, a, a store there named Sports Girl, they were doing a, um, a nationwide, I mean, a Australian-wide uh, tour of, we, we modeled, and they were big, like, uh, charity events, and the governors, or whatever they call them, of the different areas would be there, you know, and all the shishis and whatever. And it just so happened that Rod Stewart was on tour there at the same time. And um, and so we ended up kind of being on the same tour, like we were in the same hotels, you know. And I was with this fresh young face who was the darling at that moment. They booked us as the world two top models, and that was a bit of a leap, I thought, but whatever. Nice and, billing. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so we had you know, uh, press conferences everywhere we went and, you know, they'd send us flowers and fruit and all this. It was, it was, it was fun. And it was so fun that we ended up staying there for another week or two, much to our agent's dismay. <laughs> <laughs> Just stayed with friends that we had made there. <clears throat> and, uh, and when he saw, she's like six feet tall. And she's just gorgeous. I mean, she's Irish. She's a late, well, she's a, I don't know what they call a lady in waiting. Or so her mother, Lady and Lord Bairdsford. Okay. And so, um, so she was kind of royalty, which really, I mean, I bet it's been a long time since Rod Stewart was tongue twisted like that. You know, he could barely talk to her. He was just like, oh my God. And uh, <laughs> she was just stunning. And you know the big blue orphan Annie eyes and curly hair, natural curls, you know, and um, so he was quite taken. And so you know we all kind of hung out together. And um, if you if you know the song, uh, what was that called? Uh, Hot legs. Yes. Yeah, that's written about her. Is that right? Oh, very She got off of the plane in Australia, and she had on a bright yellow little top and these, you know, short shorts, and she had legs up to there, and yeah. everybody was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Including Rod Stewart. So we hung out with him in the band for a while. It was really, really a fun time, and... You have oh. many fascinating stories, and um, I would suggest maybe we can get some pictures of her book, and we can post them in the link or something. So yeah, we can show. You share, I yes, we can show her career as a model. Because yeah, it's, it's right. really anything interesting. You'd, you'd like to share? Well, mm -hmm. we'd love to put that because we have the our Facebook page, Jackie's Handle mm -hmm. Horror that we do links and visuals that okay. relate to That's fine. our podcast. I have some pictures with me. Wonderful. Yesterday. Wonderful. And of course, we'll get, we've got pictures from this weekend, too. Yeah. You know, it was kind of ironic. Um, I, I have some original 
from Manos, um, pictures that were taken by a photographer that hung around and took pictures of, of Manos being filmed. And, you know, he gave me a whole stack of them and I just kind of threw them in a box. And, and, um, and then, okay, there was another attempt to do a, a sequel to Manos. Yes. And it uh, ran out of money, kind of in the middle. But um, we were there in El Paso to uh, do that, and my mother had just died. And um, she, so I let them, some of the crew and stuff stay at her house, and mm -hmm. I was staying there. And, uh, and so I was cleaning out stuff, and my book and all of my pictures had disappeared, you know, um, they were stolen, basically, and so I really didn't have any modeling pictures, and I thought, oh, well, just as well, you know, who wants to be known as a used-to-be model anyway, uh -huh. but um, so I'm cleaning out things, and I find this box, and I open it, and it's all the pictures that I'd sent my mother from Europe, you know, because a lot of them were magazines that you could now you can get them here, but you couldn't really get them there, you know, like Mary Claire or Mary France or, you know, a lot of the foreign uh, uh, magazines. So um, she had kept them all. And in with them is this stack of Manos pictures. And, and it was so odd, the timing, you know, because I hadn't had anything to do with Manos for like, what, 35, 40 years? Yeah, a long time. And then all of Great. a sudden, I'm, which is another story why I came back into the fold. Um, but um, all of a sudden, I'm doing this sequel, and I find this stack of pictures. It, it's the will of wow. Manos. They were there. I know. was going to say the same, the will of Manos. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Manos is watching. That's right. <laughs> yes. Um, so... That was all kind of fun, and um, so uh, you had asked me to bring some pictures if I had mm -hmm. any, and so I I made copies of those, and I was selling them here, and um, that did, that did quite well. Yeah, well, we still have some time today too. Yeah. So yeah. I think a lot of people that uh, that have wanted to meet you and come talk to us will come Thank around you. the table today. Looking right. forward to that. Yeah, so well, let's let's move on. And since you're here, um, this is a. I'd love for you to join in uh, in our segment about um, about our screening. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to talk about. Uh, this is our movie review. That's our thumbs up. Normally on our podcast, as you know, if you're a listener, we review movie trailers. We judge an entire film on a movie trailer. In this case, we're doing something a little different because we're here at Crypticon Seattle and had our world premiere of Manos Returns on Friday night at 9 o'clock. Uh, we're going to review our own film. <laughs> we're going to talk about what that screening was like. So, uh, Nudia, why don't you start? Well, um, it's been said that you are your worst critique, right? So I, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I focused uh, mainly on my performance as, as criticizing it, as an actress, let's say. I loved the movie. 
I have to say I love the movie. I really like the movie. We did a great job. And um, there was a posting in Facebook. There is a posting in Facebook from Tina Peso. And I love the description that she made. And at the end, she said, and we became family. Yeah. And it's what I love. It's, it's the ending of, of the, the story as a cast and as, as a crew, that we are family. And we were saying something similar, Diana and I, this morning. Um, all of us put our hearts in it. It's a, it's a project with love, with family, not only in the family, extended family that we have created as bond with each other, but also we involved our family. We have people that is really part of right. our family members in, in the movie. In this case, the master and, and Debbie in this case, right? So it's, it's lovely. The, the performance is good from all of us. I, I love Torgo. I love Clara. I, I really like everybody. And there is this Easter eggs. There are some Easter eggs hidden and it's worth watching. So I, I highly recommend it. Great. Tanya. Um, Our director. <laughs> of course, I'm biased, but I love it. <laughs> um, I mean, I made the film to be something that's my taste, that I like. So, um, and I feel like I was very su successful at that with everybody else's help. Um, and I'm coming at it saying that I've, I've watched this film hundreds of times at this point because I was involved in the editing process and um reviewing all the post steps like color correction audio and soundtrack and everything and so there was a time where I watched the film several times a day for many months as I was you know doing this process and I never got tired of it you know how when you when you make something and you have to review it a lot or work on it a lot and you kind of get sick of it after a while I never felt that way um and and I do think part of it is because I'm looking at a group of people that are all my friends, so I don't get sick of seeing that and seeing everybody's faces, especially people that don't live near, so I miss them. But um, yeah, I thought it came out great. I'm really proud of everybody, and um, I really enjoyed the premiere, and I think people really, really responded well, even better than I expected. And I was kind of, um, I'm still processing that, because I think it did go, went way better than I expected it to. Yeah. So. Diane. Well, um, yeah, I am not an actress by any stretch, and uh, I've never had an acting lesson. I, you know, I was in high school plays or something, but mostly as a singer, that was my major. And um, so I went to audition for the first Manos as, a, um, as uh, a, an extra, you know, just people in the background or stuff, and he had me read and read and read and read. And then uh, finally, he said, um, well, how'd you like to play the lead? And I was like, what? I just laughed at him. I said, I'm not an actress. I don't know. And so... Um, He's talking about the original Manos. I know, but it's a very similar story. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. I was going to be an extra, and I was suggested to take the lead role. There you go. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Something. right. Yeah. Okay. And well, so I played the lead. I can't really say I acted, but um, somehow in my underacting, uh, a lot of people found that to be... Like, uh, I had one film critic tell me that I was the, the base, you know, because I was the normal person that everybody kind of bounced off of, you know. And um, so I thought, well, I got by with that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this one, um, modeling gives you some 
acting, you know, because they'll say, okay, you're the lady of the manor, and these are your guests, and, you know, so you act like this and stuff. And when you're, when you're um, on the runway, you know, they'll tell you, like, you know, do the lion walk, do, you know, walk like a lion, and, you know, um, things like that. So you, you have a little bit of acting experience, and I did a lot of commercials, and um, so... Um, I really tried to, you know, express what you had asked me to express, which was, um, you know, I'm kind of crazy in the movie, and I have moments of sanity and moments of crazy, and and uh, to divide them, and um, so uh, that that was an in, uh, interesting challenge for me, and I thought, you know, I just sort of. Um, did okay, you know, but a lot of people came up after the screening, you know, and filmmakers and stuff and said, you were great. In you that. were. You're great. And it, it really took me by surprise because I didn't think I was great. You know, I thought I just kind of did what you told me. And, and uh, you know, um, I, I, I have to hand it to Jackie because um, how I got back into this was I had a friend that somehow found out that I had done the original monos, you know, and it started with M MTSK. It started doing a, um, you know, rise, and, you know, we have a whole cult following now and everything, and they have all their ideas, this meant that, and that meant this, and whatever. It's kind of like a, um, oh, Alice in Wonderland or something. Yeah. But, um, so... Uh, that uh, I had a friend who somehow found out again that uh, I was in this, and when she heard on the on Facebook or somewhere that they were doing a, a sequel, you know, she said, "You've got to call them and tell them that you're still alive because everyone thought that I had died in a fiery car crash, you know, <laughs> and I was just." Content to leave it like that, you know. Who wants to be known as the lead in the worst movie ever made, which is what they call it? But um, she kept pushing me and pushing me, and I kept resisting and resisting. And then um, she, they found that she had a brain tumor, oh. and um, she was a really close friend of mine. And so, I, um, she died of it. Like uh, they gave her three months, and she lasted six months, but. And so I decided I would do that as a tribute to her. Oh, and, nice. Um, and I'm really glad that I did. Yeah. And then uh, when I got involved in that one, which kind of ended in um, not a great way. Um, oh, the, the... I thought, okay, well, that's that. But then along came Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> the force of nature. <laughs> She's pretty stubborn. And um, so she talked a lot and uh, got me into um, this one, and um, I'm really happy that I did it. It is truly a family. Yes. I mean, everybody's extremely supportive of each other. There's no internal net 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 net. You know, she got more lines than I did. Net net net. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's none of that, um, and it's just it's everybody working together to try so it was a great experience for me and um, 
when I saw it, I was surprised by, because it was extremely low budget, but there's a lot of uh, cinematic effects, I guess you call them in there, in the movie. And it really surprised me how, how good it was. Wonderful, thank you. Hey, Rachel came in. Um, Hi, everybody. Conventions, yeah. sleeping. Oh yeah, <laughs> we were comparing earlier. I thought I got to bed late at two thirty, but then Nudia said three. Three thirty. And then 3:30. oh, three thirty. You guys, oh, you I beat everybody. You guys all <laughs> beat me because so, we drive and everything. So yeah. we got Rachel here with her really awesome uh, rainbow unicorn shirt. I love it. <laughs> so we were just discussing our movie, right? And uh, your turn. How did you? Reviewing. We're reviewing. Mono we're we're reviewing our own movie. Yes, it's the best thing I've ever seen. Everyone involved <laughs> should get millions and millions of dollars. Um, millions, millions. Oh, uh, what? Gosh, what can I say about it that isn't ridiculous? There's nothing I can say that isn't ridiculously biased. But um, what what I feel like really works about it is that, and, and it struck me most this time is that it is so, to me, in line with the original. Um, we, when we were writing the script, it was really important. I, I said at the panel the other night, um, we set down the rules. I, I looked at everything that was said about the world of Manos in the first movie, like everything that was definitively said. And, and to me, those were the rules of the world. And then we kept going with that, and we tried to reincorporate um, some of the situations, but make them more realistic. Um, or like, I think you said at one point, Tanya, is like how a character would respond in real life if someone said this to right. them. Like the point where we have Torgo repeats a line as Torgo does, and and uh, Jay is like, you just said that. Because like, <laughs> yeah. you would do that eventually right. with Torgo. You'd be like, why are you always repeating yourself, dude? I mean, we're right here. Um, and I just, yeah, I just feel like it it really fits with the first movie. Like there's sort of a nice, nice puzzle piece thing. Um, and that really struck me this time. Um, I was able to sit back and kind of say, oh, yeah, we got we got a lot of, of monos into it. Yeah. Yeah, for me, um, I had been looking forward to this for so long, as we all have. And uh, But I, I was observing myself coming up here to Crypticon, preparing, and at no point did I feel worried or nervous oh, really I didn't Lucky. I was excited <laughs> but I didn't because I because I knew the the whatever the audience felt and did that I was very proud of what we did oh nice you know the 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 how I felt about what we had done was not dependent on the audience oh that's great you know I was able to disconnect that and but the audience was, it was so much more than I expected. I mean, they were so appreciative. I mean, we had a full room. Uh, John they laugh, they clap. Yeah. At the right time. They bring more chairs. Yeah, they called yeah. it charming. They called it, the one guy actually was like, it's so charming. I'm like, oh, yay. <laughs> and they, they got the lines that were used right. in the original they lines. They, yeah, yeah, they got them. Yeah. They acknowledged them. I liked what, I think it was Tanya said, you know, we were trying to decide what is this attraction that, you know, people say it's the worst movie ever made. Really? Well, why does it have a worldwide audience now? And, you know, it's back after 53 years. 
and uh, and Tanya said something about, you know, there's a lot of mystery in this. They had a really good basic idea, yes. but they didn't uh, know how to develop yeah. it and express it. And so it leaves this mystery at the core of it. Like, who is Manos? Yeah. What what's going on here? Yeah. And you know, still. And some of the questions get answered, but a lot of them don't. Yeah, and we so still maybe leave a lot of mystery. What attracts people? Yeah. There must be some kernel of something that's um, basic to human nature for everybody to be attracted to it, even though they know that the actual movie was. Badly done. <laughs> the original movie. <laughs> the greatest. The original. Right. You know? And so um, so I just have to think of it like that. You know, yeah. there's something there that draws people. Right? Yes. And um, yeah. maybe it's the fact, like you said, that there's this mystery and everybody can put their own interpretation right. on it. Yeah. You know? But I'm just so thrilled that people got it the way we wanted them to get it. You know, they see the heart in it, they see the earnestness and the love, and they can feel it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's no internal, I mean, we really are Lovely. a family. We love each other very much, mm-hmm. and, and we're, we're always so supportive. thrilled yeah. when we I mean, get we're together. not competitive at all. No. No. But they get that. It comes across in the film, and I am just so proud of what we accomplished. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! All right, moving on. Yes. We're going to talk about things we love. And what did we love here at Crypticon? Uh, I guess I'll start this one. Um, I love everything about Crypticon. (laughs) (laughs) I just do. It's, I come up here and I see all these familiar faces and, and, uh, but one thing I loved the most was I had a constant look of surprise on Friday because it seemed like every time I turned around there was somebody else that showed up that I didn't know was going to be here I didn't know Stephen Shields or Torgo was going to be here and I was like what (laughs) and then I turned around and there's other people and there's our wives and I'm like uh, it's just like a little kid jumping up and down and waving my arms around you know (laughs) and that was what I loved the most amongst everything that I loved. How about you, Rachel? Oh, hi. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm going to pick one thing I love the most that I was involved in that wasn't Manos Returns, because that, obviously that's the best. Yeah, it is <laughs> called yeah. Crypticon Seattle, not yes. Manos Returns. Yeah, not, not, Manos, <laughs> not Manos Returns. It's not Manos Con. Not yet. It almost. Um, <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, okay, so the thing that I did that wasn't Manos Returns that I was involved in that I loved the most was I got to do the Iron Man art contest, and that was super fun. Um, basically, I'm, I'm a puppet builder, so I brought in a blank puppet, and I had 90 minutes to build a puppet to the theme. And um, it was super fun. The other artists were delightful and really super talented. I didn't win, but I got second. But yeah. I was high the whole rest of the night just from that. It was just like a bounce around. I love everyone. I love everything. It's great. Tell them what the theme was. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. And the, the theme was uh, Freddy Krueger as a mermaid. So if you see a Freddy Krueger as a mermaid puppet out on the interwebs, I built it because I can't imagine anyone else would have done that. Um, The thing that I loved that I'm not involved in, um, because I have to give props to these ladies, there's a group of women cosplaying here. 
I think they're women. I hope I'm not misgendering it. Um, they're cosplaying as a mashup of Playboy bunnies and horror icons. I saw them. There's, there's a Hellraiser bunny. Nice. There's an Ash from Evil Dead bunny. Freddy um, there's a Freddy Krueger bunny. Oh, Thank wow. you. I was like, we were forgetting yeah. the other bunny Pinman. we saw. There's a blue, sorry? The Bean Man? Yeah, yeah, the Hellraiser. Pinman. Yeah, uh-huh. Pinman. Oh, yeah, yeah Hellraiser. Yeah, and they're, they're just, they're such good costumes. They're so thorough, and they're just, they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else. Someone else. Uh, um, I'll go. So, so, the things that I love enough that I'm going to drive in a diaper and kidnap <laughs> are, <laughs> um, I love the vendor room and all the art in there. It's amazing. Um, especially the, I have a soft spot for the queer horror guys, um, Jason Davis and Anthony Hudson, who plays Carla Rossi. Um, I love the art. I love what they're celebrating. They, they do stuff, um, throughout the year in Oregon, um, as they celebrate queer horror films and they have film nights and other events. And I always stop by their table. I think they're great. Um, also Alex Murd and Scott Roller who do, they do like comic book art, stylized um, comic book style and their stuff's amazing and they're nice people. And then um, the little zombs are like zombie plush felt little guys yeah. and they have pins and stuff. And they, the guy who, does those is so talented and a nice guy too um but yeah just everyone at the vendor spot the art is so amazing i mean it really is i, I always want to buy one thing from every table um but also you know like the the staff i've encountered have been really great and the um other people here are all have all been really great and um so many cool costumes nice people and it's just been a really good experience great my turn. <laughs> well, in conventions in general, I'm a cosplayer, so I love cosplaying, and I, I appreciate seeing that in other people, and they are so creative. I, I sometimes feel a little bit envious of how creative they are, and I see something and I think, I, why, why I shouldn't think about that before? And I would like to mimic them or repeat that outfit maybe in another convention or something. The other thing that I really liked about specifically... Um, Crypticon Seattle 2018 is, I, I agree with Diane, people are so good-hearted, so supportive. You can maybe think it's going to be a creepy convention, horror, and there's going to be only creepy people, maybe even outcast, misfit, or any kind of social awareness could be considered or misconceived. And is is on the contrary. Is is the cutest, warmest, and tenderly people caring, very very friendly, and it it, it turns to be a family as well. Yes. So that's that's the thing that I like about this convention. Yeah. Besides manos, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and Diane, what did you love oh, about for it? For me, I love to dress, and costumes are my thing. I have a whole area of costume boxes. And uh, I use them, and everybody comes to my house to get costume, you know, wigs or whatever, and for costume occasions, which we have often. So I really enjoy the costumes. I, you know, I America as a rule, you know, in general, they're so afraid to be laughed at, you know, well, somebody's going to think I'm ridiculous or something, you know, or that's not cool, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't care about cool. I'm not cool anyway, so. Um, uh, but 
I just love that people really go for it here. Yes. And, uh, I mean, the costumes are just outrageous. And some of the things, like um, um, MST, they had uh, the, the little robots here. They had the actual robots. Yes, And they right. were walking around with them, and they Pro actually and talk yes. and move and stuff. And I thought that was outstanding. Yeah, we'll post those pictures, Yeah, we too. got some pictures. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's what I really enjoyed. I, I love to see people express themselves. And for me, having been in the fashion world for so long, it, it dressing is a creative act. It's not something that just whatever works or whatever is closest to you when you get up. Or, you know, I, I think that there should be a lot more expression in um, not necessarily costume, but in fashion and everything. Everybody should think about what they're presenting to the world because whether you agree or not or whether you like it or not people are judging you on what you wear so um, I, I love when I see people really expressed like that in yeah modest ways. there's a lot of eye candy here a lot yes. to look at yeah. a lot yeah. to look at yeah. well what a great what a great talk we had today Welcome to Jackie's Hand of Horror. Hi, Aradia. It's good to have you here again today. So today we're talking about our new movie, Manos Returns, and our trip to Crypticon. But you were not at Crypticon because you're just a kid. Not that you're just a kid. You're totally a kid. A cool kid. (laughs) That's right. Doing her little dance. Yep. And uh, so, but in the meantime, I went to see your play. You were in a play, and it was really cool to see you. And I want to talk about that because uh, the reason this ties in is my director, Tanya Atomic, did a play when she was in second grade, as you are in second grade. And it was also, her play was about a jungle. Yours is about a rainforest. So anyway, I want you to tell me about your play. First of all, what was it called? Rumpus, Rumpus in the Rainforest. Rumpus in the Rainforest. There was a lot of kids involved, huh? Yeah, there's my friend Tristan, Max, Amelia. I know all of the kids in my class. Wow. Starting with me, Tristan, Max, Sierra, Mahela, oh, Mahela, um... Well, your whole class was in it. Yeah, every class, all four. Harriman, Harriman, Tizzler, Marnie, well, Marnie Freilinger. Well, Well, anyway, you don't need to tell us all their names. Let's talk about your experience. What was it like to be in your first school play? Well... For second grade, it was fun, but the only thing I didn't like is I kept yawning. Oh, yeah, well, we got that on film. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. But but you were probably tired, so did you do a lot of rehearsal? Like, did you practice yeah. a lot? Uh-huh. Yeah, but since we did the horror <laughs> Rehearsal. Rehearsal. 
Um, some people made mistakes on accident, but in in like the the school watching and the parents watching, there was technically no mistakes but me yawning all the time. Oh, no, that was cute. Everybody did a great job, but you seem to really enjoy yourself. Yeah. So you think you want to do some more acting? Yeah. Yeah? Do you like singing? Yeah. You like it all, don't you? Besides the yawning, you were actually doing some extra moves that I thought was pretty cool. Like what? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think your mom might have got it on video, like, but... Yeah, well, my audience can't see you right now, but... <laughs> so is there anything else you want to say about being in the play? Are you famous? Me? Uh, with a very small group of people. Yeah. <laughs> with anybody that likes Monos, The Hands of Fate, Monos Returns, uh, I definitely have my little bit of fan base. But beyond that... <laughs> Maybe just with my grandkids a little bit, huh? Yeah. <laughs> just a random question for Grandma. <laughs> question of the day. Are you famous? I love you. <laughs> well, thanks for being on the show again, Aradia. On, You're welcome. On this episode of... Jackie's Hand of Horror! Well, thank you for joining us once again on Jackie's Hand of Horror. We've had another great episode here with my team, with Nudia. Hello, everybody. With Tanya. This is Tanya. Rachel. Hi. And myself and our tech support, Quinn and Natalie and the rest of the crew at the Revival League podcast. Mm-hmm.